Hi, you've tuned in to the Lovely Travels podcast where we talk about all things travel and adventure. My name is Emma Lovell, also known as Lovely, and I have a mission to visit every UN-recognised country in the world while raising awareness for mental health. Join me as we revisit some of my past adventures, speak to fellow travellers and interesting locals, all while following the journey to 195 countries. I'll be joined soon by my co-pilot, Darius, in Germany. And sometimes we're even going to hit the road together. Make sure to join in the adventure by following me on Instagram, Lovely Travels. You can also join our Facebook group, Lovely Travels Community, and learn more about us at the website, lovelytravels.com. But for now, it's listening time. Travel vicariously along with us. Hello and welcome everyone to the Lovely Travels Podcast. Emma, what do you think about our new musical intro? We have a new jingle. There you go. Going, uh, jingle, jangle. Jingle, jangle. Yes, New South Wales. So this is obviously a big one for us because we are both, We well, not. I'm from there. You were lived there for quite some time. So I did were live there. <laughs> worked there too you went to school there you lived there you done lots of things there um but you know this is this is the episode that we probably have the most knowledge about in all of the states um i have lived in three of the states of australia but um definitely the most of my life was in new south wales so my blood bleeds blue that's based on the origin new south wales yes and and a segue to the foosball, as it's called yes. in New South Wales. Rugby league, yeah. Rugby league. Um, if sport is going to, you know, just kill the conversation every time for me. <laughs> well, it's it's a big topic because now I live in Queensland and, and especially my brother is very um, worried about me converting to being a Queensland origins porter. I said, at the moment, I'm not really worried no. watching it. Uh, like, you know, so I don't think you have to worry too much. But no, I will always be a New South Welsh woman. Um, I have a very cool ring, actually. I'll have to put a photo of it on. Um, I bought it in Victoria at a market in Melbourne. Right. But it was, right. you know, those souvenir spoons? Yeah. You know that people used to collect those souvenir spoons. So it had the New South Wales emblem up the top and mm. someone had turned the spoon into a ring. And, oh. you know, I was living in Melbourne at the time in Victoria and I thought, yes, no, I'm going to wear my home state. This is this is amazing. This is the content our listeners come here to the show for, um, spoon rings and uh, People state love of souvenirs. Tracks. Souvenirs. People love souvenirs. We're talking about New South Wales. They were both related. Hey, you have your fun facts. I have my obscure Emma-related facts, okay? That's what we bring to the table. New South Wales is Australia's oldest state, Emma, and it was named in 1770 by Captain James Cook, who falsely proclaimed it was uninhabited, the douchebag, and he claimed it for Britain. Yeah, there were... There was definitely people there. It is uh, one of our oldest living civilization, uh, oldest living civilizations in the world. So, mm. you know, um, Australia didn't have states and territories before. Yes, the British arrived, and then that happened. So, and uh, yeah. 
It is the most populous and heavily industrialised state in Australia. Yes, with the capital Sydney, which is Sydney, which is quite famous. We had the 2000 Olympics there, which was amazing to have in our lifetime. You and I attended the Paralympics together, Darius. I remember. We got some time off school. Yeah, it was good and got to support sport and um, which, you know, we've said a number of times you're not super fussed about. You're doing it again. (laughs) (laughs) Look, the Olympics is kind of a massive deal. I think you you get a little bit excited about that. I'm excited about it. I have some great, again, Emma-related facts. I'm going to share some photos. I was at the Cathy Freeman night where she won the 400 metres, which was a huge moment for Australia. Like, right. I've never heard silence like that. And then the gun went off and the roar of the crowd and the pride in Kathy Freeman winning that gold in the 400. It was such, she was sort of one of the hero stories and, you know, sure. um, proud Indigenous woman. And um, it was really a phenomenal moment. And I'll always remember that. And my family in the UK, I took a giant hand and wrote Aussie, Aussie, Aussie on it because I'm a bogan. And uh, they spotted it on the TV from the UK. So they knew where we were in the they crowd. They spotted a giant hand with Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Well, they didn't know it said Aussie, Aussie, but they knew the hand was there and so we could spot us on the TV. Um, and I have a lovely photo of us outside the stadium. Just good good memories. I'm just sharing memories that happened in New South Wales, okay? Good. That's what this You're episode's about. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, um, of course, I, um, I grew up in Cronulla. Which is in the, the south shire. of Shire. Um, yeah, smack bang in the Shire. Um, it's changed a lot, but I have very f- fond memories of, of of growing up there. Uh, it's a very beautiful, beautiful place. Lots of beach, um, and yeah, Sydney. Sydney's a great city, and uh, we'll try to not talk too much about Sydney. But of course, you know, being like the main city in New South Wales, it might come up a little bit. And one of the most, you know, it's quite a famous city in the world, having the, you know, mm. Sydney Harbour Bridge. We get one of the first, um, we're the first, one of the first places in the world to have New Year's. And so the Sydney fireworks have become really very famous. They're a bit um, controversial in the last few years, whether they should be running or not, but they have been something that the world watches and that, that harbour. You cannot go to Sydney and not go to the Harbour Bridge, see the Harbour Bridge and the Opera House. It is absolutely iconic and it never fails to take my breath away. Um, I love flying into Sydney over the harbour and it's 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 just home. That's like, okay, I'm home. Yeah. I lived in, in North Sydney for a while, well, in, in, in Cremorne and in Mossman, um, and I worked in the CBD. So my way to work was on a ferry um, oh, and so you don't good. get sick of like, it's so good. It's so good. It's like taking a, like a, a tour boat. People fly from all over the world to do it and I did it every day. Um, you know, driving, riding past the, the Harbour Bridge and the Opera House and it was a very special place. Yeah, and the ferry ride is is if you are going to Sydney, like it's, it's a must. I, I like going to Manly. I think that's a great day out from um, mm-hmm. on the ferry. But, yeah, no, absolute highlight. And those green and yellow ferries are also very iconic of Sydney. So, but, yeah, I was born in, in the eastern suburbs, so Ranwick near Coogee where my dad now lives. And um, yep. then we moved to the Shire and, 
yeah, they're the only places I've lived in Sydney, the Shire and the eastern suburbs. My now husband is from the North Shore, uh, which is that that is how you say it. Posh. Very posh. Yes, um, boat shoes as is a thing, and they have a boat, so it's accurate. But, uh, yes, so they weren't boat shoes; they were just regular shoes for being on the boat. Yeah, true. But they, but Sydney is a huge. It is enormous. It's a massive, like geographical area. Um, sprawling metropolis. From the north to the south to the east to the west, like to so the Blue Mountains, is still. Some parts of Blue Mountains are still in Sydney, which people just can't believe. Uh, and maybe that's the first stop we can take. If you were to, you know, be in New South Wales and you didn't have a hell of a lot of time and you've fl- flown into Sydney, Blue Mountains is such a great way to get out of Sydney proper and to see, start to see some of that real Australian landscape. And the Blue Mountains do actually look blue. Um, just the hue of it, and they are magnificent, lovely. It, ha- it has to, to do, um, the, the, the blue color has to do with the um, the oil from the eucalyptus, like condensing or something like that. Well, that would be an excellent fact that I wouldn't know because I don't do my research, but I do love going there. And the Lura Lolly Shop oh. is one of the best places in the world. <laughs> it's yeah, a must. Lura. Yeah, it is. And, yeah. yeah, I remember. Mum used to work as a tour guide, as you'd know from the uh, Mum episodes. I don't remember what numbers, Wilma. Emma. The Wilma episodes. Do you remember the numbers? Um, she used to work as a tour guide, and when she did like city sites, which is like a short tour around Sydney, and sometimes they they tack on the Blue Mountains. I would often get little bags from the from the candy store in Laura. So good. Which was always very yeah. nice. Um, yeah, I, another another trip. Um, if you have maybe not quite as much time, you could drive down to the Royal National Park, um, oh, which I think yeah. is also like quite iconic Australian uh, mm. bush. Um, also quite close to 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 Sydney. I used to, yeah, drive through and past the Royal National Park to get to school yeah. every day. And it was very lovely, very, yeah. I take it for granted. When I when I did live in Melbourne in the city, which has kind of got a more of a European look, I really missed the bush. I used to, my st- mm. street in Engadine where I live, grew up was half bush and um, a valley with the Warrenora River below us and um, – just used to, you know, just wanted a bit of air and wanted, I don't know, a bit of space. I'd just jump down into the bush and go for a bushwalk. So I really missed that. And there is that a lot of that in Victoria, but there wasn't, there isn't closer to Melbourne. You have to go a little bit further out. So having that on my literal doorstep um, was something I really loved growing up in Sydney, hmm. in New South Wales. Yeah. Um, let's let's broaden the scope a little bit. Where where else? In New South Wales, can you can you recommend? Well, I was just going to say how far south I'd been. So I have been okay. So um, a lot of people would have travelled in New South Wales and done the east coast. So the right. east coast is um, a trip from Sydney up to to Cairns would be uh, all the way up to Cairns in in the top of 
Queensland or near the top, near the top of Queensland would be a popular backpacker type tour or if people had a little bit of more time there are regular buses that go and they stop all the way up the coast and so a lot of people probably have done that direction mm-hmm. um the furthest south i believe i've been is down to around on the coast would be around bateman's bay so it's about four hours south of sydney um and that was lovely there's some we did like caravan park and we went to um Mogo, and sadly, when they had the fires recently, Mogo Zoo was quite affected, but they managed to save oh, no, that. It's a lovely story. But the south, to, going south of Sydney, two hours, if you go two hours south of Sydney towards Nowra, it's one of my favourite drives in the world. Um, mm. I just love it. You go through uh, past Stanwell Tops. Uh, I love there's a place called Sim. If you've got two days, I actually wrote an itinerary. I'll have to dig that out i think i believe it's on on the blog on lovelytravels.com um and yeah you travel south to symbio animal park near stanwell tops wollongong you've got kayama you go to the blowhole keep going south um you've got berry which is a little bit more inland it's very beautiful little charming charming little towns down south um keep on going down towards jarvis bay and you can stay in these like cabins and kangaroos jump up um you've got kalala bay there falls creek scuba diving in jervis bay yeah vincentia and huskisson down there there's um lots of stingrays and just beautiful fish um yeah, and just that's sort of where my road trip ends. But yeah, keep on kicking on down towards Mary Beach and um, Batemans Bay. And I really wanted to. Last year was planning to get down to. Um, oh, actually, no, the year before I had some friends visit from India, and I was going to get down to Tathra because we were going to drive from New South Wales. Oh, oh, actually, sorry, from Queensland to Victoria, and they did. My friends did. I, I jumped out in Sydney, but um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tathra, which is on the coast as well, but my friend moved there and I'd really like to get down. But you've just got all these amazing, beautiful, and the feeling in those sort of New South Wales beachside suburbs, coastal suburbs, I should say. Um, It's really lovely and it's kind of a more, a simple sort of simpler life and, and, I don't know, more community. It's a really nice vibe. I love doing that. So... I well, have that's, been that's... to the border. Mm-hmm. I've been all the way to the border, but driving, but not really um, stopped. Like mum and I just did one. Um, we were driving from Melbourne to uh, Sydney to Melbourne one time and or vice versa, and we stayed in, I want to say near Yass, um, but just overnight sort of thing. So the drive, right. I, I quite enjoy the drive and the scenery, but I haven't really, I would like to stop a bit more. And um, I have stopped at Albury Wodonga, which is quite famous, the New South Wales, Victoria border towns. Mm. Yeah. And, and what you said about coastal town being relaxed, it's sort of the memory I have from Cronulla back in the day. Um, it was very communal and very relaxed back before it was all built up and stuff. Um, and I, I actually got very homesick um, thinking about this New South Wales episode because, yeah, I spent a lot of time down in the National Park with scouts and, you know, Wollongong and we used to go camping down at uh, near Ulladulla at Pretty Beach, um, mm. which is very nice. Um, but, yeah, I, I definitely feeling a bit homesick just thinking about it. Uh, which speaks speaks to the east coast of Australia. Very nice place. 
It's stunning. Um, so I'm going to take us a little bit more inland now, um, west. The furthest I've been inland, I would say, would be to Orange, um, which is where my mum lives. So mum should be the ambassador for Orange because she loves it. And it is a wonderful <laughs> region and it is fast growing in popularity because of their fabulous wines. Right. Um, shout out to Cargo Road Wines is one that I really loved going to. And, um, uh, yeah, and their food also. They have a, a couple of, like, food festivals. And, and I think, you know, it's about four hours from Sydney, so go up over the Blue Mountains, down over into sort of, yeah, much more sort of country area. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And people... A lot of people um, have moved out there during the COVID times um, because it's not too far and um, it's just got a lovely little way of life and is focused on food and and wine and famous places nearby you might have heard of are the uh, Bathurst, which I've also been to. Uh, They have the, again, I'm going to- They have the cars. They have the cars. I was going to, Bathurst 1000 is a huge, um, one of- probably Australia's most famous car race, which I've been to. It was an experience. My brother loves going. I went once. Mm-hmm. I worked as a promo girl there. And it was, yeah, it was cool. Oh cool to experience. I also went into, yeah. uh, to uni games there. So that, I don't know what that is. Is that sports? It is sports. I played soccer for university games for my university UTS. And it's funny because they have the Bathurst 1000 every year and there's this funny thing where one year they changed the law to be that you could only have, it's a three-day event, one case of beer per person per day. Only allowed one. They had to put that restriction in. Um, And so with that sort of theme of Bathurst 1000, they said that they would never, ever host the university games again because of how disruptive we all were. And I was like, Jeez. and yet you host a car's race with one case of beer per day per person. But what we were worse. I was like, okay, okay. Well, That's the bar. <laughs> we did good. The, the um, cynic in me says that it's probably because uni students don't have much money and uh, Bathurst fans... <laughs> Probably um, spend more money in total. Uh, that would probably be accurate. But, yeah, no, it's fun. Mm. Uh, the other famous place out that way is Dubbo Zoo. So Dubbo. Western Dubbo Zoo, Spain. not Dubbo, just the zoo. Oh, yeah, well, Dubbo has a zoo, but, um, yeah. No, so that's sort of that's the area we're talking about. So that's as far as I've been. There are There isn't actually heaps touristy stuff sort of as you go further west. It is does get a bit more dry and deserty and less populated and basically that's that's the rhyme and reason of all of australia we're very coastal dense um but yeah um i know my brother has mentioned and i will read out um slash we'll share maybe an audio we'll see um uh some tips for my brother because he did a big road trip and did a big trip in new south wales and i admire him he really wanted to see his own country and see his own uh state so he said james lovell my brother he's been all the way out to broken hill with stops on the way and a very different route back he's been from the victoria border all the way up the coast to sydney with stops along the way He's seen some of the northern New South Wales coast, including Central Coast, New- Newcastle, Port Stephens, Port Macquarie, Coffs Harbour, and 
Byron Bay. And he's also been to the Hunter Valley, Snowy Mountains, Royal National Park, Blue Mountains, and Kangaroo Valley. So, Fantastic. Which is a really great list, and he's probably included some great ones there that I might have um, skipped off. Uh, fortunately, have been to um, – I actually have been to a lot of those places listed, um, all of them, except mm. the um, – except Broken Hill. So – Highly recommend, and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get a bit more stuck into that northern New South Wales coast because I think you've been there. But Hunter Valley is a great one to mention. That's probably New South Wales' most famous wine region. Sure. And the Snowy Mountains. Uh, have you been there, Darius? Is that down Kosciuszko sort of area? Yeah, like Threadbow and Perisher and Jindabyne. I have, I have not. I have not. You've been to Canberra, I know, because. You I've been to me. Canberra. I was going to say, I was, damn it, Emma, I was, you were going to ask me where else have you been in New South Wales and I was going to say in the ACT. Um, <laughs> well, you can still say it. So You're saying it now. That, well, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I think yes. Canberra, Canberra is the furthest south I've been in New South Wales. Um, yeah. Oh, well, no, you've, well, you've been further south, but that's inland and south because you've been Ulladulla's further. Ulladulla is further south in Canberra? I would think so, or they'd be at least in, on par. Ulladulla's yeah. like four okay. hours from Sydney. Yeah. In any case, um, but we're not talking about boring old Canberra right now. Uh, we're talking about New South <laughs> Save that for the ACT episode. Strap yourselves in, guys. <laughs> <laughs> this is Australia's most planned city. <laughs> um, no, um, no. Fair, fair call to Canberra and the ACT. Um, it is pretty impressive. Like it's, it's. Uh, I think they did a, did a good job. Yeah, um, and it, it and it gets its own episode, so we will revisit it. But um, yeah. you know, often people no. do come to New South Wales and and do make a trip there because it is our capital, the Australian capital. So uh, yeah, uh, hence and called the Australian capital. Crazy place. It is. And uh, that's but, yeah, all that no, has going for it. Um, I have on the way to the, I've been, oh, I'm just going to jump back to the snowy mountains before we move on. Um, yep. I, I'm a big snow person. And so, you, oh, you didn't, you wouldn't have come year 10. We went to the first time I ever went to the snow was in year 10 for the, uh, annual, for the ski trip. Could have been that I wasn't allowed. Oh, that's not fun. It was, um, yeah, I, I got a taste of it and I loved it. And so as an adult, I have really pursued the snow and I love snow travel, which actually, actually, that will be a great topic episode. I love um, ticking off different countries and different um, mountains where I can ski. So I have actually skied at all of Australia's major ski fields. Uh, but I remember I had a very fond holiday when we were a kid going, going to Jindabyne in summer. And going to that the Snowy Mountains region in summer is quite lovely. But we went in April and when I was a kid and we went to Charlotte's Pass and we went to like there's the Merino sheep come from around there. I remember going to see the Merino sheep. Big There's a big Merino sheep near there. Like as in Australia loves big stuff. We'll get back to that. Um, oh, maybe I have so been the big, there then. The big sheep is there. And, um, yeah, we just – I I – Threadbow is probably my preference, a bit contentious, mm -hmm. Threadbow and Perisher. People really fall on one. I'm a Threadbow girl. I broke my back uh, on high noon at Threadbow in 2009. I broke two vertebrae. 
Well, that was fun. Again at University Games, Snow University Games. I'm not really selling University Games here, but um, well, they're, uh, they're banned and also quite dangerous. Yeah, super fun, but um, hurt, very hurty. Uh, I still snowboard today. That was in 2009. I've recovered fully. Uh, but, yeah, no, but I uh, one of our big bucket list items, and I, I hope to share an episode in the future about it, is uh, Matthew and I want to climb to Kosciuszko. So you can get the chairlift um, up Kosy and go to the, which is Australia's tallest mountain. Um, not not super tall in terms of world mountain scale, but it is um, our continent's tallest mountain. And so we're planning to do like a four-day trek and camping. And Matt did that in school, but he and he would be able to tick it off his bucket list, but at the last minute he and his mates decided to get the chairlift. So he can't count it because he didn't do the full trek. So we're going to take a little finny and we're going to do this trek hopefully in the next year or two. And nice. see different, see Australia from a different view. Sounds great. Um, yeah. So that was kind of south of Sydney, south and and, and west of Sydney. Um, yeah. But you can north. also, yeah, let's go north. Um, on your on your way up from Sydney, you likely make it to Newcastle and surrounds, which is also quite nice. Um, yeah, obviously a lot more quiet than Sydney, but um, I know nice, nice place. Um, and uh, the famous Wilma is currently residing in Newcastle, so you could stop off and see her. You could, and she's come up here as well a little bit, and unfortunately haven't managed to tee it up. But it's um, mm. yeah, quite achievable to get to Queensland from that area. So with some lovely stops along the way. So, but yeah, all around there is so great. I stopped in um, on my road trip with my Indian friends a few years ago was to Foster or Foster. Mm -hmm. They say Foster, but it's spelt Foster. Right. And it was absolutely beautiful. And we took, you're often taking, you know, I'm often doing that drive. I've done the drive from Sydney to Gold Coast quite a bit and it's, just a lot of highway. I think people are quite mm. disappointed. They they would like to do the coastal road, but just that part of New South Wales, it's not possible. You have to kind of go in to go to a place and then you come back out on the highway and then you go in, you go yeah, back yeah. out on the highway. It looks like it's possible, but unlike the, you know, the um, – yeah, they've got the the Big Sur in, in California. I think that's why people – or the Great Ocean Road, people think it's like that. But, you know, just the way the coast is, you can't – they don't have a road there. Yeah. So, but if you have time, it's really lovely to pull into these little areas. And we drove from Foster along this sort of um, river, like the road followed the river and just along these little inlets. And it was absolutely stunning. And my uh, in-laws, uh, Matthew's parents, had a holiday house at a place called Etalong, which is about an hour and a half north of Sydney. And it was gorgeous so hmm. lots of people from sydney you know just have little weekends away probably up to about port macquarie because that's about sure. four hours north so sure. just little weekends away and there's so many great little towns and you know we did talk about port macquarie on our regional australia episode with our local lovely local jane hillsden so mm -hmm. fabulous plot if you want to learn more about that then head on over and listen to episode the, um, 61. Yeah, Port Macquarie. Um, I'm sure I've been there. It doesn't really stand out in my mind. I can't remember. Where's the big banana? Isn't that in Port Macquarie? That's in Coffs Harbour. And oh, yes, okay. Australia that's further loves, north. 
So we mentioned it, I mentioned it slightly before, but Australia loves big stuff. It's this weird thing. I don't know where it started, but we got big stuff around. And then I think some people have just been like, yeah, I can make a pretty big thing. But one of the most famous things, yes, is the big banana. And that is on the major road that you drive past Coffs Harbour. So you don't actually go Can't into miss Coffs it. Harbour. Can't miss it. Can't miss it, but you have to stop. It's like the law. If you, you and you get one of the chocolate-coated bananas or other banana-related snacks, uh, banana merchandise. It's all there. Anything you need. You like if you like bananas, or you know, even if you you know, look, if you don't like bananas, you can just get the hell out. But um, you know, I think seeing a novelty-sized giant banana is pretty fun. So definitely a highlight of that road trip. Uh, there's also a little Dutch place there and we have our friend Marika and it just, we always, we used to do actually um, one of our good friends, Emily, who gets mentioned a lot on this episode as well, on this podcast as well. She, her grandmother lived up around Ballina um, area and still does. Uh, I go and visit Granny, Emily's grandmother, I call her Granny too. Mm. Uh, she lives now on a fabulous macadamia farm and I love taking people to see it, even though it's not my family, but I just adopted. <laughs> uh, but she used to live in Ballina and near Lennox Head um, and Pottsville, just gorgeous parts of the world. And so from about year nine, so about 15, we made an annual trip up there in the holidays to go and stay with Granny. And it was um, Elizabeth, Marika, oh, nice. Emily and I. And so, yeah, that road trip, I know that road very well. We did it a few times with her mum and then we did it once we could drive on our own. Mm. But, yeah, we, whenever we drove past Coffs, there's this giant Dutch, I don't know what it is, I think it's just a souvenir shop, but there's a, there's a giant pair of clogs out the front as well and that was great, <laughs> great uh, highlight because Marika has Dutch heritage. So, again, not related to anyone, but, yeah, look out for the uh, the giant clogs and, and there's a windmill and look out for the banana as you drive past on the way up to the border. Mm. Um, inland from there is, is Tamworth and Armadale, um, which are quite, uh, I wouldn't say it's super exciting, but they're there. Tamworth has a very famous uh, country music festival, so that's what Tamworth is known for. Uh, and I think that's probably one of the most exciting times to go but yeah probably like a good good example of a country town and uh yeah. your good friend and my friend angela live there lives there so yeah. shout out to Ange and oscar um, um actually i liked they're, they're... and cat lived there did you know that i did not know that cat who is also uh, mentioned a lot on here and will will again dangling the carrot she will one day be on one of our episodes properly but she lived in armadale and yeah i probably wouldn't have otherwise gone there and, and she got married there actually so i got to attend a oh. wedding in armadale and I had know, you not mentioned it i would have forgot not the wedding armadale has a university i think a lot of teachers study there yeah yep a lot of people go out there to study and um you know, and actually they went out there to work as teachers, her and her, her partner, I have, her husband. I have. So, Armadale is pretty much level with Coffs Harbour. And actually the drive from one or the other, I like the drive from Armadale down to Coffs. Um, you go through the New England National Park, um, which is quite impressive because it's like, it has almost like tropical pockets. Um, it's it's a great, great national park to explore. Um, very, very pretty. Top tip. Um, do not do it at night. It is not a fun drive at night. No, that's true. That I've done that at night as well. Um, not not great fun because it's a very windy road. 
Um, Very wide. And there were no lights at all. Yeah. Um, and nowhere to eat. We we had stopped. We the last place was um, Grafton, and we'd be like, ah, we'll go to the next place. And then like not even a tiny. There was like a tiniest little petrol station, and that was probably it until we got to Armadale at like eleven thirty at night. And yeah, we were hangry. Yeah, yeah. The hanger, the hanger is real. Yeah. But yes, talking about big things, make sure you go to Ballina. Uh, and see the big prawn. It's right near Bunnings. So, you know, two icons right there next to each other, Australian icons. I don't know if you can still can, but I remember as a little kid uh, you could go in the big prawn and look at its eyes. I've never done it, but possibly. It's true. I think now it's, it's true. Yeah. Bunnings wasn't there when I was younger. It is no, now. I don't um, remember a Bunnings. It was just a big prawn on the side of the road. Yeah, because you don't have to drive that way now so and that's the thing actually even um the road even in like the time that we took finn down in um in march this year he did his first road trip so yeah his first road trip was through new south wales from gold coast to sydney um they've they've done a big stretch of the highway that skips out where you used to like drive along a river and drive along um the cane fields which is quite beautiful but it was mm. a one lane road with a no divider which is quite dangerous um when you're doing long trips at 100 k's an hour so sure. now it's um that part totally skips which i'm sure oh well i don't know actually i'd say some of the locals would be happy that people aren't driving past their house but mm. i'm sure some of the little shops and things were probably a bit sad but but if you have the time um, I'm sure there are still people doing the leisurely drive and, and stopping in places like Yamba. I've not been yet, but I know that's a popular one. Um, and just stopping in some of those little towns along the way. And I, I do want to at some point, even though I've done that drive so much, I would love to do it at a really leisurely pace and, and stop in at some of these gorgeous little places. Yeah. Um, which I guess leads us up to Byron Bay and, and northern New South Wales. Which is very famous, um, I think even more so now um, with all these celebrities uh, being there. Mm. I'm actually watching a show called The Nine Perfect Strangers, which was based on a Leanne Moriarty book, and um, it's meant to be set in California. But as soon as I saw it, I knew it was filmed in Byron Bay and looked uh, it what? up. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, all of Le a lot of Leanne Moriarty's books are actually set in North Sydney. Um, and her characters, which is quite funny because that's the North Shore. And when that's you're reading the these characters, Shore. you're like, oh, yes, I know these characters. <laughs> um, but, you know, they filmed it in Byron Bay. And so some of the world's most famous or Hollywood celebrities um, are currently residing in Byron Bay, avoiding the COVID. And oh, a lot of gosh. filming has been moved to New South Wales because, yeah, we, we were able to continue in 2020. So... In that way, it was a pretty that. good boost for the um, Australian film industry. Yeah, it's been a big, big win. While you're up there, you can you can also drive inland to Nimbin. That's a thing. Yes, it's Nimbin like, is quite known for its alternative life and yeah, you can you can buy weed in the in the museum. So. <laughs> That's fun, but yeah, um, but that area um, around there, like. Look, Byron is beautiful. Um, it is stunning, but it is so popular. Um, and I just yeah. really encourage people to try and get down to other places along the coast near there. Yeah. You can be very close to it and definitely definitely go to Byron. I totally I don't diss that, but 
um, you know, it has become so popular that even locals can't afford to live there and um, who've lived there for a long time and um, accommodation. You've ruined it, Hollywood. Thank you. Well, no, you know, it, it just, it's just just this one of those spots that's just sort of overpopular and we talked a bit about it on the yeah. Regional Australia episode too and I don't – I have nothing against Byron but I just think – I just think spread the love and, you know, don't – you can go to other places as well and really enjoy a similar experience, like a similar, you know, scenery and all that sort of stuff without the hype and the just – it's just driving in yeah. and out is fur- infuriating. So – if you come a bit further north, uh, you get closer to where I'm living, Gold Coast. I'm only 40 minutes from the New South Wales border. And so we have right. um, Tweed Heads there. You've got Kingscliff, which is absolutely stunning. Um, there's a bunch of little uh, sort of towns along there with beautiful beachfront properties, gorgeous restaurants. And then if you come a bit further inland into the Northern Rivers region, which is the Tweed and the Tweed Coast and Northern Rivers, just breathtaking. You've got these mountainy type things and rivers and you're only, yeah, a heartbeat away from the ocean, but then you just feel like you're a million miles away. And um, I went up to a food festival last year in the Tweed Tweed Coast and Northern Rivers area. It was the Tweed Coast Food Festival and it was fabulous. Uh, So highly Mm. recommend that. Yeah, it's very nice, Um, that whole area. Um, so nice. I was hesitant about telling people to go there. Well, I, t- I took you to Fingal, didn't I, to the lighthouse, which is you just did. below the, the border, and it's yeah, a yeah, stunning yeah. little spot. And we have a we used the photo the other week on the Australia episode of you at Fingal Lighthouse, and you can often see dolphins and whales and other beautiful marine life from that point. Mm. Yeah, and you can go go inland from there, Mwilumbar and all that bush around there is amazing it's just such a beautiful beautiful part of the country so for these wonderful australia episodes um our australia series we have been asking in our lovely travels community for some of our um loyal listeners to share about their experiences so one of our lovely listeners lani she shared about a six she did a six-week Prack in a place called Coonabarra Bran, and it was brilliant. And we also have Teresa Winters, who has who was a former guest. Uh, she was on our episode about moving from the USA to Australia, episode number forty-five. Australia. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's um, so. So as the um, people who have immigrated, or or you know. Yeah, living here from somewhere else tend to have a better experience of actually going and seeing the country. So, yeah, she's sharing a bit Mm. about her experience in New South Wales. So let's have a listen. Hi, my name is Teresa Winters, and I love exploring small towns all over New South Wales. I recently went to Maitland, which is on the Hunter River, which is a really surprisingly cool area really impressed by all of the historic buildings and it's nearby another very touristy, very cute town called Morpeth. Further afield, there is a town called Millthorpe. So this is between Bathurst and Orange. It's basically a town that time forgot. Really small village that 
the railway goes through. Bit of a boom town. Nowadays, it's full of little shops and antique stores. And I'm planning on going for a weekend with friends and renting an Airbnb house for a weekend. There's also a really small town called Dungog. I hope I'm saying that right. It's sort of close to Barrington Tops, a little bit further south. Small town, nothing much going on except for a really adorable brewery called the Tin Shed Brewery, which is where all the locals go. And if you're not a local and you're from out of town, they definitely realize and super friendly and nice. So those are just three spots all within driving distance of Sydney, not too far away, that you can spend a day or a weekend going to visit. Hope you have fun. Isn't she so great with her? She's so thorough with her um, she knowledge should, she and some really different places. Book. <laughs> yeah, just a, but like, yeah, I love this specific. And yes, my mum, Sarah, will love that. Shout out to Millthorpe. I've been to Millthorpe. Um, she took me there and yeah. it is absolutely charming little town. So mm. highly recommend that as well if you're heading out towards the Orange Bathurst Dubbo region. So, yes, um, Darius, do you have any more factoids for us about New South Wales? Um, sure. The um, Sydney Opera House has one million tiles covering the roof. That's a lot of tiles. I wouldn't want to clean it. Um, the New South Wales border is the longest of all Australian state and territory borders. Measuring a lengthy four thousand six hundred and thirty-five kilometers. Really? So does that mean, as in, around the whole, like the, you know, each length of it? Well, I guess it excludes. It must exclude the coast because because um, Western Australia obviously has a lot more coast. But I think because it's I don't know. Look, the, the fact doesn't seem right. The longest of all yeah. state. Territory borders. That's what it says. Surely Bay's borders longer. Look, who am I to uh, to to measure borders? Um, yeah, borders didn't used to mean like we always had border towns. And we always had, um, you know, there were places that were on the border, but it didn't mean anything. You just drove across it and just whatever. You just went in wherever sure. you want. And sure. this, you know, we are in 2021, and COVID's been around for a while, and it's it's really divided our country and it's really mm. made those borders really stark and clear and and you know it's a bit heartbreaking at the moment um because we i can't get into new south wales at all and we did have a border bubble with um the gold coast region and the tweed sort of area down to, down to like heads, yeah. byron ballina but at the very least just that you know because a lot of people who live on that border and the same thing you know millie uh who was on our real life farmer gets a wife episode she's had that issue with south australia victoria border and then like i mentioned albury wodonga like they're just victoria and new south wales it's it's just really highlighted yeah that actually there is a, a line on the, in the sand um and it's causing grief and and before we had just mm. had this beautiful luxury of, of being able to just drive around and, and an Australian road trip is such a wonderful thing to do. If you've got the time, you need time, you need a lot of time, um, getting to, to travel and see Australia by road is, is phenomenal. So I hope that comes yeah. back soon. Yeah, I hope so too. I hope so too. Um, look, I've got a fact. It's a great place. 
Oh, what? New South Wales is a great place. New South Wales is a great place. That's the fact. Okay. We're making Darius homesick, so we're going to wrap this up. Mm-hmm. Um, and we make making sad because I can't even get down there at the moment. No, absolutely. It's, um, you know, and, and I, I love Sydney. I'll always love Sydney. It'll always be my home. But there is a lot more to New South Wales than Sydney. And it's funny because we didn't um, – we talked about going south. We talked about going west. We talked about going north. That's because Sydney is on the coast. And if you went east, you're paddling in the ocean. I remember a guy – who we went to school with lived in Cronulla and he was like, I don't like anyone who lives east of me. And we're like, but you live in Cronulla. And he's like, yep. <laughs> there very, is, very, uh, he, he, here's the fact. Suburbic. There is something There is something east, um, which is still New South Wales, Lord Howe Island. There you go. I thought it was in Queensland. So there you go. No, I've learned something part of today. New South Wales. It's a oh, little, that is little uh, island in the Pacific. Yes, I haven't been, but it is epic. It looks like something out of a movie. There's like, it's sort of Jurassic-y and very tropical too and just, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Definitely heading towards that more Polynesian area. So definitely, that will be on the bucket list, Lord Howe. So thank you very much, Darius. It was lovely to take this um, vicarious trip around New South Wales. Thank you to our listeners mm. and our former guests who've joined in through the Lovely Travels community. And um, we will mm-hmm. keep popping up. Uh, we have some episodes coming up for we've only covered two states so far. So we've got six to go. I now know the maths. There are eight states and territories. Um, I hope I got that right then too. But Please contribute. We, we will read out your suggestions. Um, we love hearing from locals and we love hearing from people who visited as well. And so if you're in Australia and you are confined to your own state at the moment, maybe this is a great time if you're allowed to explore it. Definitely. Um, shout out to New South Wales for existing. Um, <laughs> and uh, thank you, Emma, for the time to reminisce and to travel vicariously, as you said. Um, I hope I can... Visit again soon. Yeah. Uh, hit us up on the Instagrams. You know all the things to do. Um, we'll see you. Yep. Instagram, Lovely Travels. Facebook, Lovely Travels. Website, lovelytravels.com. And, but yeah, the Lovely Travels community is super active and we love it. Rate, review, subscribe, help other people find us, share the love, and we will see you next week somewhere in Australia. That was amazing, Emma. Um <laughs> But yeah, we will see you next week. And um, yeah, until then, bye bye.